Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to this Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, Vedic Full Moon Wisdom episode. It's the full moon and lunar eclipse season. October's full moon and lunar eclipse takes place on Saturday the 28th. At this time, the moon is in the nakshatra Ashwini. Before we move into learning about the nakshatra of this full moon and lunar eclipse, let's take a look at what a lunar eclipse is for those of us who are unfamiliar with the difference between a solar and lunar eclipse. I think looking at the astronomy of eclipses can help us get a better idea or understanding of the astrology of a lunar eclipse. Okay, as a refresher, the solar eclipse happens when the sun's light is eclipsed or blocked by the moon. The alignment of a solar eclipse is, of course, the sun, moon, and then the earth. The moon blocks the sun's light. With a lunar eclipse, the earth eclipses or blocks out the light of the sun. So the alignment during a lunar eclipse is the sun, the earth, and then the moon. Visually, the moon will be a reddish, orange, or golden color during a lunar eclipse because the full strength or the full light of the sun is blocked by the earth. So only some of its light, or should I say indirect sunlight, is reflected by the moon. This is because the Earth's atmosphere is full of particles that create a kind of filter, which is the best way I can figure out how to describe it. It lets shades of red and orange and yellow pass through, while the other light frequencies or colors of the spectrum are filtered out. So I hope that makes sense. I realize it can be a little confusing, and it took me a while to really grasp the concept. Especially since we can see the moon during a lunar eclipse, you would think that since it's a lunar eclipse, we would not be able to see the moon. But of course, we have new moons every month. In this case, the light that we see that is reflected from the moon is actually the indirect light of the sun. Okay, please let me know if there's a better way to describe solar and lunar eclipses. I'd really love to hear about it. Okay, on to the lunar mansion for this month's full moon and eclipse season. Ashwini is the first of the 27 nakshatras. 
This nakshatra is called the star of transportation. And when the moon is in this lunar mansion, it is said that it's an auspicious time to start on a new journey, to go traveling. Naturally, it deals with travel and transportation. One of the reasons is because its symbol is a male horse. Taming horses, horse riding, and all things equestrian are associated with this asterism. The translation of the word Ashwini could be interpreted to mean the horsewoman. And back in the day, horses traveling by horseback was the mode of transportation for long-distance travel and exploration or adventure. Today, we even use the term horsepower when we are referring to, to our automobiles. Okay, another reason why this nakshatra is associated with travel is because of the mythology, the story of this lunar mansion. So the Ashwini were twins. They were horsemen, of course, and they were responsible for the sharing and administering of miracle medicines and healing balms and sows and the rejuvenation of the mind, body, and spirit. So the Ashwinis were known as the physicians of the gods. They rode a golden chariot from the heavens across the sky to earth, spreading not only healing remedies and energy with humans, but also light, joy, and happiness to anyone that came into contact with them. So obviously, they're very popular twins. Not only that, they also had the ability to bring the living back to life. I mean, the dead back to life. Well, you know, some living need to come back to life. But anyways, it's the dead back to life. Their healing powers were that strong and potent and powerful. So this is a wonderful time to really focus on anything that needs healing mind, body, or spirit, or mind, body, and spirit. When I think of the nakshatra Ashwini and the twins, I often think of ambulances and EMTs because of speedy, quick transportation and medical transportation. I also think of medevac helicopters and airplanes because they literally fly across the sky in chariots of sorts for the healing of the sick and the injured. I've Never looked at the chart of someone who is in those fields, but it sure would be interesting to see if they have a planet, sun, or moon, or lagna, which is the ascendant in Ashwini. So if you know anyone and you have their birth information and you have their permission, I would love to take a look at their chart. Anyways, I'm also finding it amusing that the full moon and lunar eclipse happens before Halloween, the Day of Dead and All Souls, which is all connected to the Ashwini themes this month, the divine healers who have the ability to bring the dead back to life, to resuscitate and rejuvenate, and who traveled between worlds, dispensing this powerful healing medicine. So I feel like there is a really strong theme of the dead and our connection to the dead. Another in moon and lunar eclipse is in the mythology of this nakshatra. So the story goes 
something like this. Surya, the sun god, was so hot, brilliant, and bright that no one could withstand being in its presence. So think of how hot the sun is, how it not only warms but also burns and scorches. So Surya's father, in an effort to help him, divided him into 12 parts or pieces, trying to diffuse his, his energy. So our sun, the center of our solar system, is one of those parts or pieces. Our sun married Sanjana, the daughter of Vishvakarma. So remember Vishvakarma from the new moon? and solar eclipse episode. So Sanjana was the daughter of the divine celestial architect of the universe, Vishvakarma, and her name means intellect. And living up to her name, she was very smart and savvy. So her husband Surya was often too intense for her to bear, even though he was only a portion of the original sun. Sanjana would sometimes need a break from her husband's brightness and intensity, so she would ask her housemaid to take care of her husband for her. So kind of be in disguise and just do things that she would do while she takes a break from him. Unknowingly, one day when Sanjana was away, Surya accidentally fell in love with the housemaid. So when Sanjana returned and learned of the betrayal, she got mad. She got so mad that she turned herself into a mare, a female horse. Surya felt so bad because he loved his wife, and he honestly didn't realize it was not his real wife. So he turned himself into a stallion, a male horse, and ran or trotted after, galloped after Sanjana. Once he caught up to Sanjana, and all was set straight and forgiven and explained. They conceived the Ashwini twins, the divine horsemen and healers. So fitting in with this lunar eclipse, the housemaid's name was Chaya. Chaya translated means shadow. This month's full moon has a shadowy theme since it is a lunar eclipse. And the moon is literally, physically, and, astrologic and astrologically directly positioned in the Earth's shadow. Interesting, right? How the lunar eclipse is also reflected or can also be connected to the mythology of this ancient wisdom modality, Vedic astrology. Another correlation is that the ruling Graha or planet associated with Shwini. Now, I should explain Graha means to grasp. And so a planet could also be referred. We would also refer to planets being the sun, the moon, and the nodes. So when we say Graha or planet, we are also including the sun, the moon, and the nodes, even though they are not technical planets. But you, you get what I'm saying. So Ashwini's ruling planet or graha is K2, which is also called the south node of the moon. And in the full moon chart of October 2023, K2, the south node is 
conjunct or in the same sign or house as the sun. So we see a major connection between this lunar mansion and the full moon and the lunar eclipse. In addition to this, the ruling planet or what they call the Rashi, which translates roughly is the sign of Ashwini is Mars. Mars is also conjunct with the sun and Ketu or the south node opposite Ashwini nakshatra. So what I'm sensing is that the intensity of the new moon and the solar eclipse a couple weeks ago will continue if not intensify during this full moon and lunar eclipse season. We all might need a little cooling down period and respite from all the heat. This could be fiery emotions or fiery actions or losing our head or things getting too hot to handle. So the moon, which represents how we think and how we feel, as well as how we receive energy and information, basically our receptivity, it is a good idea to manage our energy and pay close attention to how the events or situations in our lives are making us feel. It's also helpful to reflect upon how we see things, what our perspective is on our life, events, people, etc. Is it in the highest and best light from neutrality or bird's eye view with distance and non-attachment? So that's important to keep in mind how we can make the most of this eclipse season. And I think that's one of the major benefits of astrology. To be aware and informed so that you can make the best decisions for yourself and prepare and mitigate any discomfort you may be feeling. Okay, so now what can we do for our spiritual businesses during this time in correlation or in connection with this nakshatra Ashwini? Well, the first and most obvious one would be to take a look at what needs to be healed. Maybe it's our relationship with money. Maybe it's our relationship with time. Maybe it's our relationship with others or ourselves. Maybe we have money wounds that need to be healed in order to excel and succeed and reach more people in our business. Maybe we need to heal wounds of visibility so that we can shine our brightest and attract those who we are meant to serve. So take a look at what needs your attention, a little or a lot of TLC during this time. Another thing, maybe along the same lines, is that the Ashwini twins were also known to have cured a friend who was cursed with blindness. I think of how looking directly at the sun can cause blindness, and, uh, and thinking back to the solar eclipse earlier this month, you're supposed to watch eclipses with special glasses. Otherwise, watching the solar eclipse without those glasses could cause permanent damage and vision loss. So is there something in your business that you might need help seeing? Is there a blind spot that you are unaware of? Sometimes we're so deep into our business, we don't see things clearly. We get tunnel vision and we miss seeing the obvious or the nuanced. 
maybe um, having a consultation, having an extra set of eyes on your business um, during this time would be very helpful. Okay, and the third is that it's a great time to follow the example of Sanjana and take a break. Get some respite from the harshness and intensities around us. People, events, emotions, thoughts, obligations, etc., etc. Life can get busy and noisy. We can get frustrated by a lack of progress, by the lack of clients, by a number of things in our business because we care so much. So this is the perfect time to maybe distance yourself for a little while from the messy and chaotic for a time so that you can return and face things head on, rejuvenated and replenished with energy. Who knows, maybe it could be time to take a step back from doing so much in your business and get some help. Maybe hire a part-time VA or just a freelancer who could take care of your long and growing to-do list. Okay, that's it. All right, three things you might consider during this full moon in Ashwini and during this lunar eclipse. The effects of eclipses can last days, weeks, and even months depending on your personal chart and life circumstances. But I think the most important thing is learning how to deal with what life throws at you. How can you find a way to make it a healing experience, miracle medicine for personal growth and transformation? After all, you are a powerful light worker and the world needs your gifts and talents. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful healing full moon and lunar eclipse in Ashwini. Take care and be well. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.